0: Oh, what happened? Who was in here while I was gone? I'm going to have to clean up this mess. But what is this? Is this an FDK juice box? At least pick up your trash. Uh, let's tune into the show.
1: Hello, and welcome to the podcast, where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2005 Continuity. I'm Monix Prime, with my two co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Computron. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers Lost Light Volume 2. And as always, spoiler warning, so if you haven't read it already, we highly recommend you go back, read it, then come listen to the podcast. Also... We have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. We'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. So click that subscribe button. Tell your friends it's a good time. Now onwards. Computron, do you mind telling us the facts for today's comic?
2: Yes. So there are a total of six comics, uh, seven through 12. Uh, So issue seven was released June 28, 2017. And issue 12 came out December 27, 2017. That is a Christmas gift.
1: It is. And boy, howdy was it.
2: <laughs> so the writers was James Roberts. Uh, the artist was Priscilla Tromontano, Jack Lawrence, Andrew Griffith, and pencils by Jack Lawrence, inks by John Wyckoff, and colors by Joanna Lafuente, John Paul Bove, and Priscilla Tromontano. All right, time for some trivia. In issue seven, if the joke surrounding Skip's name, in which is suggested he might turn into a skip, falls flat of you, It's probably because you're not from the UK, where a skip is a rubbish container. (laughs) Dumpster in the USA is a trademark for skips. Nice. (laughs) Issue 8 mentions the Mederi Medical Center derives its name from Latin. Mederi is a present infinitive of meteor, meaning I heal. Google it. (laughs) uh issue 10 on a reread it becomes apparent that some of the dialogue is pretty loaded with foreshadowing good to see you again doctor it's our fault it's a long circacious story we'll return to this conversation later we keep coming around in circles i've seen him like this before we'll come back and fix things
1: hmm, hmm? interesting interesting well done <laughs>
2: Oh, no. In the 12th and final issue, it's not really clear on the page why Riptide isn't eaten by the scraplets, despite being able to transform, since he'll be, he's still submerged under the oil for 30 seconds regardless. His high-speed exit from the reservoir, launching himself to safety in a way that wouldn't be possible in robot mode, suggests he's been whizzing around <laughs> below the surface, evading the critters... <laughs> <laughs> until he could burst free.
1: That is fantastic, actually. Because I was thinking that too. I was like, how did he survive down there?
2: <laughs> He's just plain, uh, plain chicken,
3: I guess. All right, <laughs> Kilobyte, do you mind giving us some a short summary of these comics? we Will do. As the Autobots recuperate in the wake of their parallel universe adventure, Ultra Magnus must come to terms with the loss of Megatron, while Cyclonus and Telgate finally have to talk their relationship out. Amid the markets of Troja Major, Nautica pursues a secret objective, while the past comes back to haunt Anode and Lug. Nautica and Velocity's friendship is put to the test, while Lug and Anode are met with an unsettling mystery that may cost them their lives. The Protectobots return to the Lost Light, but a lot has changed in their absence. The Protectobots return to the Lost Light, but a lot has changed in their absence.
1: Deja Vu, I swear you just said that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what think. did he say again? The Protectobots return to the Lost Light, but a lot, <laughs> but a lot has changed in their absence. <laughs> the getaway explains to Freud his master plan, and the Protectobots make their stand against Getaway. Wait, did he just always. say
2: Protectobots? The protectobots. Yeah, the
3: protectobots. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. Fantastic. Are you two ready? Oh, I'm ready. This is a heavy one. No, not really. This
1: one's one's full of details. We start off in Rodimus time, where the crew are assembling to get off NecroWorld after spending seven long years. I mean, sorry, days, (laughs) according to Velocity. And they plan on skipping across the universe using a force mass displacement dead... Well, Skip, who turns into a spaceship? Thoughts? Favorite scenes?
2: I liked uh, when Rodimus was announcing that he was leaving, or he was getting ready to leave. He's like, "For those that heard me, get on the ship. For those that didn't hear me, go ask somebody that heard me." <laughs> it's,
1: like, <laughs> it's like that's not how that works at all.
3: <laughs> Felt so bad for the for Skip. <laughs> I oh, know they're yeah. I know they're all flying. But they, they still forced them into their alt mode and then made them bigger. And I'm like, oh no.
2: <laughs> Behold salvation, a dead
3: corpse. Skip.
1: Who's got that one on their bingo card of the Lost Light Avengers?
3: <laughs> I was not expecting that to happen at all. That's so gruesome. <laughs> so
1: it's still good though. It's it's totally what Rodimus would do. Sadly, so, yeah. <laughs> so Minimus is having issues getting it up. I mean, Ultra Magnus is dead, and what are our thoughts on Taking an interest in the medical
3: field, I, I had a, like a little bit of a doubt for Fangri once they he was in the medical room, but then after that I'm like, oh cool, he's now being supportive. But boy, was I wrong! Yeah, he's
2: going to be a guy that's going <laughs> to help heal other people.
3: Yeah.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Ultra Magnus or Min- Minimus Ambus is acting a little out of character.
1: Yeah. You want to explain more?
2: So it turns out that he, uh, Minimus Amis or Multimagnus doesn't do gray areas. You know, he kind of essentially looked up to Megatron and, you know, he was kind of confused on, I guess, his feelings towards Megatron because, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, he was at war with Megatron and then he thought Megatron had a turn of heart and then Megatron and they all believe Megatron ditched them when they were in the Functionist universe. And so I guess all it took was a little shaking from Hot Rod to say, you know, maybe Megatron is a good guy. And to which Minimus snaps and goes, No, he's not! He's a bad guy! He's evil! (laughs) And then all of a sudden, behold, he's Ultra Magnus again. (laughs) Da-da-da-da! Because Ultra (laughs) Magnus deals in absolutes.
1: Absolutely. So, (laughs) finally, the ship leaves cyclonus is sad he had to leave tailgate behind but don't worry he has whirl tailgate learns from Comput that he might be able to depower him and make tailgate safe once again and we get a montage which eventually leads to what kilo
3: uh tailgate being buried alive <laughs> but i, yes, I do want to say
2: because it, it kind of flew over my head the first time i read it this is how we were introduced to tailgate and this is how we yeah. watch tailgate die
1: Yes, he started in the ground. He and went, went back into in the, the ground. ground. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. He's placed underground, but it's because there's a medical procedure that Caputo is going to do requires a, a lot of radioactive material, so that it can like absorb the excess energy Telgate is making. So that's why it's mm-hmm. underground, so it doesn't affect uh, nearby bots or the, you know, the farther away, the less radiation will be affected up uh, yeah. up top.
2: I do want to say, as as sad as it was, I did laugh at the way that Fangry was scraping dirt over tailgates. Oh, like a dog? (laughs) Yeah, like a cat in a kitty litter box or something.
1: (laughs) Man, they hit me hard the first time I read this. I remember (laughs) crying. I'm like,
0: my boy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My boy. To make sense of that, uh, Fangry shows up and he's not good. He was never good. It was all planned so that he could get close um, to tailgate. And when once Caput told him about the secret experiment, he waited for Telgate to be locked down at the hole and he kills Caput and oversaturates Telgate's procedure so he gets more radiation than what he's supposed to take so that he dies. Yeah. Very sad indeed. Yep, that caught me off guard because for some reason I thought, oh Fangry's is being nice again. Yay! And then this time I'm like, oh, okay. I got too excited now, there. Now you
1: know why Computron doesn't <laughs> yes. like Fangry.
3: I don't like a lot of
2: bots. <laughs> 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 Actually, just two. get just getaway.
1: <laughs> who who would like to give us a quick summary of the mini adventure Lug Anode have and Velocity and Nautica? Oh Sorry,
2: boy. Chris. When you say mini-adventure, you mean like a note asking Velocity and Nautica for some money and then just not needing money?
1: Yeah, the five-finger discount. Like the the whole adventure (laughs) at the marketplace, pretty much. Try to summarize it.
3: Nautica and Velocity are traveling to an old friend of Nautica to hopefully get a special relic that will help Nautica achieve a secret objective that she has. And once she gets to her old contact they don't actually have the map which was what nautica was telling velocity that she was looking for but she got information of somebody that has a has a, this special relic that can bring bots back from the dead and it's uh, it's a cradle i don't I forgot the the whole name but it's a it's a special cradle that can bring bots back to life and so she goes to find this bot and offers them anything in exchange to bringing back skids the seller of this cradle tells nautica that they will need her grieving her her feelings of grief in exchange to bring back skids and the way they extract that is a special machine that will target those special feelings and will extract them in that way they can sell them to the highest bidder and she agrees but skids memory cortex is too it's like getting cold so they require something else and that is her friendship with Velocity. So if Nautica sits on the machine and her feelings of grief and friendship get removed, she will still remember Skids and she will still remember Velocity, but it won't be, it won't have that special connection. And she decides to go through it, even though Velocity in, uh, disagrees. But at the last second Velocity tells her that she has a choice and she will support her choice and she goes under the procedures. And that's when a special group attacks the facility and they have to escape. And when they do escape, Narika says, yeah, that was silly of me trying to revive Skids. It probably wasn't going to even work. Anode's friend, which I forgot the name right now. Yeah. L- no, not, not Lug is the, the other flame? one, the, the blue one. Lang? Oh,
1: flame. yeah.
3: Flame. flame, Flame. like a
1: flame of fire. Uh, flame, yeah.
3: okay, flame. So Anode's friend Flame tells her that the way the machine works is they'll target the memories of the, the bot and will remove every emotion so she thinks of Skids but she no longer cares for Skids so she's like oh he was there but that's about it and so she lost all of her, her emotions towards Skid and why she enjoyed his companionship. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. Know it
2: love. On a flip side of things so, we all know that Lug and Anode are mischievous little curious cats. Sure,
1: that's the kind way to say that.
2: <laughs> so, they kind of show up to uh, Trojan Major. They didn't know since they had been under the Necrobot's uh, sleep chamber for, I think it was 500 years, they kind of <laughs> forgot the price of, or the, the value of Shannix. Yeah, and so they just straight up asked... The purple Nautica? one. Nautica? Nautica. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm bad. Uh, they straight up asked Nautica for like 10,000 Shanix. and Nautica's like, why do you need 10,000 Shanix? And like, oh, huh? I guess that makes a lot of sense. I was just assuming from inflations. No, nah, never mind. I'll be back in like two minutes. And so all of a sudden, they're getting chased by this like giant robot that looks like a minotaur. Because they ended up stealing instead of buying something. But they ended up getting chased all the way down. And, like, after that, Eno kind of picks up a scent with their nose. And they find, like, this this graveyard-looking site. And so they go in and they see all these caskets. And Eno and, uh, and Lug try to open one, but it was empty. Well, it turned out that the casket itself was a Transformer. And it transformed into a bot. But... The interesting thing about this was it it's a graveyard, so they were the whole so the whole thing about Trojan Major, before I kind of go into that, is that it's a kind of like a place where a lot of civilizations go to bring their dead into mourn and grief. So there's a lot of caskets around. And this casket was a transformer, so they assumed that it was like maybe an old one. But it turned out it was a brand new bot. Like it was barely a out of protoform. And it was a so maybe. It was a baby. <laughs> and so when the bot transformed, uh, the Black Block Consortia uh, showed up and they tried to essentially kill it. But in the chance of escaping, they find a Wipeout. And Wipeout kind of helped them escape the Black Block Consortia. So as they escape, they kind of go into a bar. And what was kind of kind the reason why I'm stopping here is it kind of goes to explain that... Uh, Uh, anode and uh, lug are both uh trans so they just they were originally he's and then they you know they turned into she's and it was
1: transitioned
2: uh, transition sorry that's where i was looking for they they transitioned into she's, and so they kind of go into a little bit of a detail of why they did that and one of the things i kind of want to quote here is when the primal vanguard used to come home between Used to come home between campaigns, they'd always be there, would always be a few who had reclassified themselves, a few she's amongst he's, and they tend to stick together, he to she. I didn't understand the significance of what difference did it did make, but after we left Cybertron and started to meet other races, yeah, that's when it made per- sense. It made perfect sense. So essentially, they, they finally realized that Cybertronians don't necessarily have. You Know there was, it just didn't make any sense for for there to be like two genders essentially. One gender, one gender. I'm sorry, yes, yes, yes. Uh, moving on, (laughs) sorry. Uh, they eventually in the black in there, uh, in the bar, they get picked up by the the group that had the symbols, like the secret group that essentially had symbols on them. They kind of get teleported, and well, lo and behold, they a node being a node picks a fight with the group and decides to. Give like a five-finger punch to this head of the i guess security if that's what you would call him and so an all-out fight breaks out they escape by a no transforming into their uh their their plane mode mm-hmm. their biplane yeah. get it their biplane um. <laughs> i j- oh my gosh <laughs> you're welcome ah <laughs> it all makes sense <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> Gosh, uh, they ended up, as they escaped, they ended up going back to the site where they found the, the barely, <laughs> barely, the born uh, bot. And they find that the, uh, the, the a piece of metal fragment from the bot itself was left at the site. Well, Wipeout, being a, uh, a blacksmith as well, was able to figure out that those this bot that they found wasn't just permanently a casket bot. It was a bot that had like millions and millions of alt modes. It wasn't one uh, specific not alt. just
1: mode. millions, everything.
2: Everything, yes, yes. And so by then, that's when they uh, they ran into Nautica and... Why can I not do names? Velocity. Velocity uh, escaping uh, the group that they just escaped from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh That was a mouthful.
2: And I- oh, that's stories. a long story.
1: Yeah. yeah, we really stretched the word for brief. Oh. So, break. give me an ad break. I need uh, water. We're, we're working on. We're working on. It. But there is a <laughs> uh, a thing I want to ask Kilo. At least, I think you may have some theories about the ending of this part of the story. Would you like to tell us?
3: Well, at the end of the at the end of the story, there's a world sweeper where the they the same group that attacked Anode and uh, Nautic and Velocity regroup, and they're talking to a mysterious bot. That is the leader of this group, and they're asking them to, you know, give them the the cradle that Nautica was also looking for. And before I saw it, I I was like, I think it's Scorpionak. And next page, it's Scorpionak, and I'm like, ah, I knew it. I don't know the how. The name of the cradle <laughs> is the Magnificence. The Magnificence. Yeah. Are they Are they gonna do hybrids?
1: And. When was the last time we saw Scorponok? It was all the way back in Maximum Dinobots, wasn't it? Yeah. I thought he in, died. it been right? a he while. Got...
2: Yeah. Oh, I thought he died in the autocracy when Megatron said, yeet.
1: No. Oh, yeah, he did no, die there, no. but then he came back. Oh, that's right. So it, it was way back, man. <laughs> they will
2: come back. It's <laughs> phase
1: one
3: back. We're in phase three. <laughs> yeah, we're,
1: we're way in the future now. All right. So what was your theory? About this, do you think of they're making hybrids?
3: Yeah, I think they're gonna be making some kind of hybrids. Interesting, half, interesting. Half organic, have Cybertronian bots. Because the the bot that turned into a casket is a, a special kind of bot that they're that they're trying to build, right? The, the, this group is building. Yeah, it can self repair and it has multiple modes, so they're practically immortal or unkillable in a way, mm. right? So I think the, the the next step would be to try to do hybrids.
1: Let's put a pin on that and take a quick ad break.
3: (sighs) (laughs) Hey Onyx, what do you have there? Garbage O's, they are
1: fantastic! Can I have some? Of course you can! They have all your daily minerals and energon you will need throughout the day, all jam-packed into a delicious breakfast cereal.
3: I can't wait to try
1: some! You can find Garbage O's at your local Autobot factory, or if you know a bot named Swindle. If purchasing the Garbage O's products, you are therefore agreeing to the following terms and conditions. Garbage O's is not responsible for any Turbomites found in products. There are no refunds or exchanges. Oh
3: Primus, I forgot my faceplate was still on.
1: Welcome back. Now it's time to check in with the Lost Light with the famous Mutineers. The Computron's favorite captain. The rescue bots are trying to make an emergency landing on the lost light because they just came under attack and are seeking help and shelter. Getaway greets them as friends, but is hiding some very important details. Before we dive into that, Kilo, did you have any theories of what might have happened here or what's going on?
3: Uh, well, the, as soon as they arrive, I I assume that they didn't know that Getaway took the ship. So I was like, let's see how this goes, because first date looked like he was kinda like already suspicious of what was going on because Rodimus didn't greet them or anything like that. So I was thinking that they were gonna find out and gonna get killed. (laughs) Pretty much. I was very scared for first date. Yeah, first date, very tense. But I am happy that the monster bots are with this group. I don't I don't want them to support the group. But I'm very happy to see them again.
1: Monster Bot.
3: Yeah, they're behind Getaway.
1: Oh, were they? Yes. Oh, I did not notice that. I
3: did not see that. Yeah, see there... and Grotesque and uh Twin Cast or Twin Inferno. Oh, Cool.
1: Yes. Are there any favorite scenes from the first Aid's investigation? Because I really, really enjoy the ending reveal about the uh the uh the loop. It's like I'm going in circles, 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 circles.
2: I do like how first aid breaks into swerves. Yes. And and like a bunch of other people kind of follow him and they find the hole in the wall. It was a group that flew in with him. And Depressive. all of a sudden, Riptide shows up. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I have the key to the play. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
3: just, it's just, I didn't mean to break the door open.
0: <laughs> it's so I, good.
3: I do like uh, I think his name is Rook. And yes. he was always coming he was always coming up with like stories of like what might have happened and if it was like ticks. Uh, I think it was Rook and Blades. Rook and Blades were both coming up with like different theories of what might have happened and that it was like th- uh, ticks and they got a virus and they got scared. And so they're like, if you start laughing, I'm leaving this room. and that was super <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah. it was so good.
1: Other than the memory loop. What else has getaway been up to? How did he escape? What did he use to convince bots to his side? And who would like to take this one?
3: Okay, so Getaway is being cocky and explaining the whole scenario to Freud, what he did to get to this point. And in order for him to keep the, the, the group in check, he uses Freud and Sunder in order to alter everybody's memory because the nudge gun is just running dry and it can't really tackle the whole crew at once. And in order to satisfy Sunder's hunger for memories, he has to sacrifice 25 bots to Sunder so that he can alter everybody's memory. And he's just been doing this every single time that something doesn't go to plan. And that's how he keeps the crew in check, which is scary. It's very scary.
1: Very indeed. Very terrifying.
3: (laughs) You don't want to be making deals with Sunder, man.
1: No, Sunder or Freud. My poor, poor, sweet Riptide, always being the least brightest bulb, and yet it somehow worked out for him in his advantage. Computron, do you (laughs) mind telling us why?
2: Yeah, so Getaway uses a nudge gun to not only attempt to make him forget what he saw, but to make him forget how to change shape. And uh, just as he's pushed into the oil reservoir uh, filled with little scraplets, we figure out that Riptide's just not the brightest there is and the nudge gun doesn't work on him which kind of allowed him to transform and escape but he was under there for 30 seconds so he was playing chase
1: yeah I'm just imagining him going in circles
3: now right (laughs) I can imagine him giggling
1: (laughs) I don't know if he's giggling or screaming
3: (laughs) I do like I do like his alt mode I think it's uh, like a well-designed alt mode for like a space boat space boat It reminds me of a video game or arcade that Swerves swerves has here which is called Hydro Thunder. And, Hydro Thunder huh? Yeah, and it's super fun, and it's all about boats. And so they remind me of Riptide. Is that what you do with all your shannings? Uh No uh, wonder he hasn't been picking up the yeah. tab. Uh, next issue, please.
1: <laughs> next issue, okay. <laughs> anyway, Getaway would like to play a game with Atomizer. Anyone want to tackle what happens and why?
3: So Getaway, fearing another mutiny from the crew, And knowing that the protectobots can combine, uh, he tells Atomizer that he has to choose one of them to kill in order to not have a combiner running around the ship and ruining his position as captain. And so Atomizer chooses unwillingly, but he chooses Rook and uh, puts him offline. Poor Rook didn't get a chance. Poor Rook, nope, couldn't even. And this is all to get
1: Atomizer to feel just as guilty as Getaway, so he would be more willing to. Be loyal Nickel to get it. away. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is all depressing. Let's flip to a more happy note. To the scavengers staring at a war happening below. Fleshy on fleshy violence, if you will. Along with Death Source and Nickel. But when they finally found the teleporter to escape, Nickel is also sent
3: through via nearby explosion. Hmm. Any thoughts on this? This is going to be interesting because... I love Nickel. I have a feeling that <laughs> Nickel might have helped with whatever happened to grimlock oh yeah so they might be able to help kind of understand his current mental state i know nickel was the medic for the djd right
2: so i think nickel being a good medic could probably help
3: grimlock yeah but i feel like it wasn't the, the djg that did this to grimlock no uh yeah, well yeah I wasn't i'm not i don't know what we found them in a in a ship you know who knows who did this to them but i feel like nico might know the process that was probably used to put grimlock in the state and might be able to yeah. help revert some of it probably well, not all of it but do you, maybe. Wanna,
1: you want a hint it's already been laid out for us Has it? <laughs> what, what What? what else was on that ship that grimlock was found on a bunch of dead bodies experimental dead bodies Mm. what did we find um a couple issues ago a cradle a cradle interesting interesting Mm. with that theories (laughs) in mind let's continue forward so riptide wakes up the rest of the rescue bots for a final escape any favorite scenes because i find it very funny when first aid explains to riptide about his natural immunity to the nudge gun on the day Primus was handing out brains, you were at the back of the line. In fact, you weren't even in line. You were in a different line by mistake. And this <laughs> time is still, I don't understand. <laughs> Poor Riptide. It was interesting
2: because, like, I think when they were in swerves, Riptide's like, go, go save yourselves. I got this. So he, he kind of looked like he was coherent. But then mm-hmm. you start getting a little more into it, learning about him. He's like, man. How did that guy manage to put those words
3: in a sentence? <laughs> <Gosh>. Poor Riptide. <laughs> I like seeing the Protectobots bots combine into yeah. the sensor. That was pretty cool. They, they actually did it. Since Rook is dead. It didn't last very long. Well, they went to the morgue and <laughs> used <laughs> Ambulon <laughs> as a, leg. a dead
1: leg. Literally. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. It was so sad. That when uh, Star Saber jumps into the fray, shooting Thunder Clash and literally slicing and dicing Mirage without a glance, R. P. Mirage, he's been through a lot during this entire series, this entire continuity. He could have teleported. He
0: could
2: have
1: no. teleported. No, no, no he, he doesn't teleport. He becomes invisible. He becomes, becomes invisible. invisible. He invisible. Yeah. 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 But what were your thoughts at this moment? Feel very
3: sad for Mirage because he's like, Star Saber, wait! And then he just like slices him. But I was yeah. also very scared of first aid dying because I've really grown mm-hmm. attached to first aid. How's my I- priority. It's like, first aid, please <laughs> don't die.
1: Please don't die. First aid first.
3: <laughs> I know. We just saw Mirage
2: like getting back into his Visage's bar and then all of a sudden,
3: boink. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor bar. So that's does that mean there's no more bar?
1: Probably not. So in hmm. the end atomizer betrays getaway and ends up paying with his life
2: i thought i thought he was getting tickled <laughs> i was being
1: sarcastic i you
2: don't
1: know, know if that's your way of tickling <laughs> I but i don't think so in the end atomizer betrays getaway and ends up paying with his life and the murder is spun around to seem like thunderclash did it so that the rest of the crew of the lost lighters would still be on getaway's team but good news everyone We've reached Cybertopia.
3: No! Yay! Wait. No! Not, not, not this crew. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's the end of the comic. Did you have any theories about this ending? Or thoughts, comments, words, association?
3: I was, uh, oh, no. I, I don't like... That this crew is the one that found Cyber Utopia, if, even if this is Cyber Utopia? Especially I, I with Sunder there.
2: With Since this is my second time reading it, you're going to be really happy it's this crew that found Cyber Utopia.
3: Oh, oh. Why do you got to spoil
1: every damn thing? <laughs> I had a spray bottle. <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly.
3: Oh, we shall see. We shall see.
2: This crew. This op- left a lot of open questions, and I'm looking forward to it. But holy cow! There's the cradle. There's the there's a there's lot. There's Scorpionox back. There's Cybertopia, and You're like, what do I do with all this information? It makes you want
1: to keep reading.
3: Yes, you read the next issues. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, right. So, Rod Star rating. I'll go ahead and go first. I really like this one. There's a lot of good plot. There's a lot of good. Art. There's a lot of good character development, character interactions, backstories, explanation, adventure. Four and a half.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll echo that. Uh four and a half. It would have been a five if they didn't kill Tailgate. So four and a half. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's sad. I don't know if you can take a star off because someone got killed, but it may be sad. It may be It, made was, me a, it <laughs> was a good death. It was a circular death.
3: <laughs> haven't haven't you okay. removed stars before because of that yeah i'm a <laughs> mean person
2: okay Hello. don't make me feel feelings
3: <laughs> i really i really enjoyed seeing this story with uh getaway and what happened over there and can i explain this whole movement i really like the anode and lug story With and i was a little bit sad that nautica was willing to sacrifice her friendship to velocity to bring mm-hmm. skids back and I was also a little bit disappointed that they were that they were trying to bring skids back uh in the like as the writers of the comic, not the characters, so I was like, "Please don't bring them back <laughs> like we we just lost them like let it simmer let a it little breeze. bit, yeah. yeah, because if it. If they just die and then you bring them back, it's just like it feels like every other death will happen the same way, right, yeah. so it doesn't yeah. have that that feeling of suspense. But I really like seeing Getaway and how he thinks and all the, the bad things he's been doing, which make me scared of my of first aid kind of dying, which like I, I, I like a lot of bots. But this is, I feel like, the first time that I was very scared of, of one of them dying super quick. So I would say it was a five. I really enjoyed the whole storyline for this volume.
1: Fantastic. But listeners, what did you think of these comics? How many Rod Stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. I do want to point out another thing. There was another part that was very scary. It's the spinal cords and the Energon. And they drank it. Yeah. Yeah. very scary. Anyway, sorry, moving on. But if you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us email at swervebarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. Getting back. Thank you. Thank you. I've been taking lessons from Blur. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> are there any figures you want to talk about because i got the transformers legacy rc and i actually really like it it's the same mold that uh flame the shattered glass flame War is in if they come out with a non-shattered glass flame i'm still gonna get it because i really really want that one i just don't know if i can I don't know, $40 for a small figure like that seems a bit steep. But that's my opinion. But the figure is fantastic. The RC one, at least, is good. It's like, that's really good. Nice. I don't have
2: a new toy, but I did order a stand for my arc, so I can finally attach (laughs) the thrusters to it. (laughs) Like, I have these thrusters sitting in a bag, and I'm like, man,
3: I need to use these. Nice. I got myself a Legacy Motor Master, so I'm very excited to have my first combiner.
1: Nice, nice I just combiner fight.
3: <laughs> I just need to find the the other three limbs, and I'll, and I'll be set.
1: Nice. So, Kilobyte, we've yes. we need to have an inter- intervention here. Uh, Computron and I are very concerned about your condition, the the twitch that you talk about, and the platform that you stand on when you have this twitch, and the the you think it's a game that you can sometimes game with others with this twitch i i'm
3: very so it's like contagious no, can, it's not i went to flatline there's no twitch it's just the name of the platform where i stream myself playing a game so oh, it's on a on a river no it's on the web a web yes black arachnia behind this maybe i don't quite understand how the World Wide web works back on earth okay. but it could be a bunch of little spiders sending data perfect
1: And how can people find you doing this, I guess?
3: Uh, Well, if they go to the World Wide Web and they put twitch.tv slash kilobyteprime, they can catch me live at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Tuesdays and Thursdays, playing video games and hanging out with all of you. And if they want to keep updated with changes to the schedule and updates on what games we're going to be playing, you can follow me on Twitter at kilobyteprime. If you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we have started a Patreon. All of the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude such as 3D printed files and entry to our Discord channel. You'll even get early access to our comic review videos a week before they're publicly released. And we have also have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. We will be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. So make sure to click that subscribe button and tell your friends that it's a good, good time. And as always, we hope you're all staying safe out there. Thank you so, so much for listening. To all
0: or one,
1: to all Are one,
0: to all or one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you are interested in more content, try checking out the spinoff of d series Transform and roll out the second and newest season titled First Stand of the Wreckers, with a brand new DM, a different story, and from what I hear, a better pilot episode than the last series. Sorry, not sorry, Onyx. Let's tune in for a preview now.
3: And they've uh, branded you uh, terrorists because you've attacked the Senate. And are part of the Decepticon. Well, looks weird. like we
1: gotta to move to Kaminis. Uh, Cybertron is uh, leaning a little far to the right for my taste.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: Wow.
3: I didn't think this was gonna to be too close wow. to
1: I'm having fun. Man, well you're done, sir. Jabs today. I'm fun. <laughs> Oh my. My, my goal Goodness. in this campaign is to get as many of those kind of reactions from Primus as possible
2: <laughs> <laughs> just oh no what have I done he's just
3: like I just want a campaign right. No. Oh the God. problem is is Caminus is so close to what I think you're trying to say <laughs> that oh this is just like how
0: I'm actually dead guys I can't breathe <sighs> astonishing there is also a youtube channel with bonus content such as video games containing funny comments a link will be provided below and if you are so inclined you can support us on patreon where you can get even more bonuses content such as 3d files access to their discord and listen to content before it is released to the public more links will be provided below and transmission